Coming up, a bunch of people who aren't me will be talking about Halloween Horror Nights 2016 at Universal Studios Hollywood. So, live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 103 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I, of course, am your host. In a different seat than I normally am, I am Craig Williams, and today I am uh, joined from afar by two people who are sitting at the table, and of course, those two people are Rhino Clavin. I'm waving to you at afar. Hello. Is that Craig over there? It's me. I feel like we need megaphones to talk to each other. (laughs) Oh, and then there's Oliver Wait, Green. British television star. Oliver Green, because oh. as we learned this morning, Oliver once starred on a British TV show. I, uh, did. I wouldn't. I would say he was Scene a stealer. I was. Very... I was. I wasn't even credited. Yeah. I was not. He didn't even turn around to face the camera. <laughs> I didn't. To say he was a featured extra would be a gross understatement. Uh, he was barely there, but uh, yes. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome, Bienvenue. You were here. Hello. So why am I sitting back here, and why are you two sitting up there? Yeah, you guys, why? both of you. Why are you doing that? Well, because <laughs> I was sorry. It's Craig. a rhetorical question. <laughs> it was rhetorical because I was going to answer it myself. Well, the whole reason why you guys are at the table and I am not is because you guys went out to uh, the this the great city of Los Angeles, the Angel City, and uh, you. You uh, did Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Hollywood. I was not lucky enough to be part of that, so uh, I'm. I, I need you guys both to be able to fully pay attention because you're going to do all the descripting today. Oh, and, I've got descriptions aplenty. Yeah, and I'm. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to listen. I'm going to play some videos and help out and uh, watch all that. I am very, very excited to hear all about it because I haven't already heard about it from you guys like a million times. That was a joke. I am. Hey, why don't you just throw that mic anywhere you want to? It was stuck. Wow, that's loud. Um, Anyways, that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get there, I have to throw it out as always. Do we have any housekeeping? Go. No. Mm, Not for me. Mm. There's nothing I can think of. Yeah, nothing for me, too. Uh, mm. Nothing uh, big. I want to say I want to apologize to everyone. Obviously, we were not able to have our show last week as we were all um, we were all hunkered down, as everyone has come to say it, because of Hurricane Matthew. So I do deeply apologize for that. Uh, we will make up for it this week with plenty of singing, I'm sure. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of scares, a lot of frights. And uh, this should be overall a very... Very interesting episode. Um, another thing I, I think is worth mentioning, I don't know if you guys have heard anything about this or seen anything about this, but uh, because of Hurricane Matthew hitting this past weekend, uh, both Halloween, ho- ha- sorry, Halloween Horror Nights was closed as well as 
Universal Parks and City Walk were closed on Thursday night as well as into Friday. And because of that, they, they did cancel Halloween Horror Nights, as I just repeated myself again. But there is a rumor swirling that they may extend the event now because of it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> to, what are you thinking, November 1st? Uh, they do it one more day? N- from what I saw... The initial impression is that they may be extending it all the way to the next weekend, to the November 4th and November 5th. Nothing would please me more. I just want to know if my pass would be covered on those days that I've got, because it is a limited pass. So we will find out. It will. So clearly you know nothing about it. I was hoping you did. I was hoping you'd be more in the know than I would. But I guess you are not in the know. We are not in the know. You're not. We need but, a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Well, with without further ado, I'm going to throw it over to you two at the table. So please, if you could start talking about Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood and uh, maybe launch off with what the event is like, all the, the, the boring details that you need to get out of the way before we talk about the really fun stuff. Well, Throwing let's... it over to you, Gianni. Should we talk about the tickets first, then? Yeah, start off with uh, how you actually get into the park. Um, so Universal has adopted, or Universal Hollywood, excuse me, has adopted that tiered pricing strategy when it comes to their theme park, um, which they started doing when Harry Potter opened, correct? Mm-hmm. You already started. It, it was a little me. bit before that. Um, so It was in anticipation of the Wizarding World Open that they yeah. went with that. Yeah, so they have a couple of different versions of the pass you can get. There's general admission. There's um, the one that their front of the line is not an add-on. It's a ticket as a whole thing. You have to buy yeah. it. Um, it includes your park admission as well as the front of the line. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then um, they have other options like there's an after 2 p.m. night combo ticket. Um, so you can come in and do a little bit of the theme park and then experience Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And they have, they also have a frequent fear pass out there, which actually looks like, a probably less, less visits than ours. I don't know. I didn't count. I didn't count ours, but the general, um, admission. So like, let's say you wanted to go tonight, you're listening to this and you want to go out there tonight. It is $89. Tomorrow, it is $84, and Saturday, it is $89. Um, and then Sunday, it drops to 79 again. And I'm just going to click through here really quick because I'm just curious if it goes up over 89 Their um, no, event like also goes until November 5th um, because they have it listed for Friday and Saturday. And Friday, November 4th, is only $69 to go, and sat- that Saturday is 74 So yeah. that's pretty cool. They're the only two days, though, generally speaking. If you book it online, you can save 5 or $10 on the other days. Yeah. Um, the, so the event um, and the ticket is... The event itself takes place from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. So their park's open pretty late. Yep. Um, you can also... I believe if you buy just the... Um, just the ticket, just the general admission ticket, you get access into the park starting at 5 p.m. And then some select mazes, I believe it's like one or two of them, um, they start opening in like tiers. So one will open around 5.15 and then another one opens at like 6 and then there's one at 6.30 and then they're all open by 7. While you're talking about the mazes as well, it's probably good to point out that the Terra Tram, which is, it's a little bit different, we'll talk about it in just a bit, but the Terra Tram line closes at 11.45 for good reason, which you'll find out why. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's one to keep in mind. If it you closes do at different up. times on different nights, though, because ah. one night's eleven forty-five, but tonight it's eleven fifteen. So, okay, it, yeah, but it, right. but it does close significantly earlier than the rest of the park. I mean, it makes sense because they probably yeah. have to clear the line and get the trams all out, and they probably want when it comes to two a.m. they want that park closed. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but so there's that. Those are tickets. Front of the line ticket, it looks like we'll put you back about two hundred dollars at two hundred to two oh nine as I'm clicking around here. Um the after two PM combo looks to be anywhere from I saw a price that was pretty good. A hundred and after two PM day night combos, a general admission is a hundred and nine dollars. Um that's pretty good. One twenty four, one nineteen, so somewhere around that. Um which so if on, on a night where let me see where it was uh it was 109 on this night Sunday the 23rd and then a regular admission is 79 so for 30 more bucks you can come in 3 more hours early it's like 10 bucks an hour essentially um or I'm sorry 5 hours earlier mm-hmm. well I'm going to count it as 3 hours earlier cuz with the ticket you can come in at 5 so we'll yeah. say 3 extra hours but 10 bucks an hour that's pretty good. I actually think that would probably be pretty worth it. But um, you can also buy front of the line um, tickets for that too. Um, now, front of the line tickets, um, they can sell out, um, so they're not they're not a guaranteed add-on. Um, but they are usually about a hundred, at least a hundred dollars more. Like I'm looking at this on the night of the twentieth, a front of the line ticket is two hundred and nine dollars and a regular ticket is seventy nine dollars. Yeah, and so. just looking at what I'm reading here as well, the front of the line ticket, um, it's not necessarily unlimited. It only lets you in the mazes, shows and uh Terra Tram one time, according to this. So. Yeah, it does get you on all the rides as well. Yes. Um because all of the um or most of the attractions are open, I believe. Um Pretty much all of them, actually, from what I yeah. remember, but I can't think of one. Well, the Wizarding World is closed um, during Halloween Horror Night, so that's yeah. all boarded up. You can't even go back there. It's not like ours where you can go in and it's just a normal area. One of the things I will talk about whilst we're doing this, uh, the slightly boring stuff before we do- dive deep into the fun stuff, deep. is this is... Uh, so for those of you that watch the other shows, you may have heard Pete uh, mention that he didn't actually attend the event. Uh, he's not on the show with us today, so I'll, I can let you know why on his behalf. Um, unlike the parks here in Orlando, um, Universal Studios here, where we have multiple smoking areas, uh, Universal Studios in Hollywood only actually has the one. And during Halloween Horror Nights, that area is actually blocked off by, I think it's a maze or a house or scare a scare zone. zone. Scare zone. Um, yeah, so you actually can't get to it. Now, that would be fine if you were able to leave the park and re-enter, but again, they do it slightly differently down there for uh, multiple reasons. I believe it's because um, they keep it a dry party, so they don't want any alcohol there, and they don't want anyone leaving well, going back to Cal- the car. Yeah, and it's California too, so the smoking is not just because it was blocked off. This It's a non-smoking event, period, even yeah. if it wasn't. It just, you know... Yeah, there, there's a lot to understand with Halloween Horror Nights at Hollywood and just Universal Studios Hollywood in general. It's a very different experience uh, because of the whole layout and the the setup of the park. But with their their crowds that they generally attract at HHN, I would say it's on the, uh, the uh, pre-teen to teenager side of things. Whereas I feel our event in Orlando is very heavily... Um, 
I would say probably college age and then up. And you'll see that sprinklings of teenagers uh, here and there, but it is predominantly older. Um, And so because of that, they do have to take a lot of precautions and uh, everything how they they handle the park during Halloween Horror Nights. So it's a it's a dry event, as you said. You can't purchase alcohol. They don't want you leaving the park, going to get drunk, and then coming back mm. in. Um, it's they that would also be a big problem. They don't want you uh, smoking in there. And um, at least whenever I went, I'm not sure if it's still the case, but with ours, there was several sections where there would just be scantily clad women dancing around the park and. I know back then we were told by someone who was working there that that's part of the reason why they didn't serve alcohol there, too, is they had this entertainment and they were very concerned about how drunk people would be uh, how drunk people would be ending up uh, interacting with these characters. What else? Um, So Tyler uh, Crouch, um, he told us um, it started because of... um, Violence. Gang, gang, gang violence. violence is actually a legitimate concern yeah. in California. Yeah. And um, when they did serve alcohol, it was becoming an issue. It was They were worried about people inciting riots, um, especially in an area where you're on the side of a mountain there. You yeah. know, if someone gets shoved over a railing, you're going to fall 80 feet. You know, it's not it's not a... Yeah. Oh, I, I totally understand. And it's... I mean, you have to even think back to our event last year, whenever all these scare actors started coming out saying how they were getting punched and how they were getting hit and... No one was doing anything about it. Uh, there's uh, the being inebriated at these events while while you know we we all like that little bit to take off the edge. Uh, that that's that's a big part of Halloween Horror Nights here is having that. But well, here, there's a bar um, every like three feet. It's, exactly, it, it, they they set that up. Like they yeah. are, I think a big part of their profit comes from that liquor. Yeah. You no, know, it, it creates that environment. So it, it's all part of our event. However, we saw last year how that could get out of hand very quickly once you start having a bunch of uh, drunk people that don't really obey the the fight yeah. or flight. Uh, they just they just go for the fighting action on it. And, yeah. you know, that, that causes issues. So um, it, it is something to keep in mind. I Part of me says with Hollywood is like, okay, well, that does kind of take a little bit out of the experience based on how I know it is here. Um, but... That being said, uh, I, it's, it's not like more family friendly because you can't drink out there. But it, it just it does put a different perspective on. I mean, if you if you're lucky enough to have the 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 front of line ticket for the houses and stuff, there's a good chance that you won't even be at the event that long because you can kind of zip around and get out if that's kind of your priority. Yeah, so that's a, that's um, for sure. It's what it's happened? just very very different. Yeah. No, I agree. It's the whole event feels completely different to us. Um, I, it's a great event, though. Yeah. I want to start that off by saying that I like. I would, based on my experience at this event this year, I will always go every year from now on. Like I will, yeah. even if I have to take vacation days and go, or you know, or if we go for work, whatever. That's great. I mean, that's just great. But this is something that I would specifically make a point of going out of my way, planning a trip to go do now. That's awesome. Well, before you get in and start talking about all the houses in general, I believe Rhino put together a little bit of an overview of the event. So we oh, are before you hit the what? play button. Just I left. I. Tried, I tried to keep it as neutral because it's on the Diz. There's no 
podcasters as we could, but watch for some fun Oliver screams while you're watching oh, this. So boy. Yes, so I'm going to go ahead and play that for you, and we will be right back. That last wow. shot looked like a, uh, a picture for a second. Was it a moving picture? It was a moving. It was one of them talkies. <laughs> one of them talking pictures. <laughs> wow, so that, that looked fun. That event looked fun. So It uh, was. Should we, uh, should you, sorry, not we, I won't put myself out there like that, but will, will you guys do me the honor of talking about the event now, what you did and what you saw, what you liked, what you didn't like, how you want to compare it to Orlando? Let's, let's do it up. Well, okay. the, the beginning of the event is very um, chaotic a little bit. If you can come in at 5 o'clock, I would definitely recommend doing that. Make sure you eat ahead of time because in that transition of closing the park to opening yes. the park, they close all the food and everything locations because they want everyone out. They do reopen once the event gets going. Um you know, go to City Walk. There's plenty of places to go. There's the Carl Strauss, um, which is a favorite of mine that has a great happy hour. Um, and have a drink, have some food, go on in the park. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would recommend getting in as early as you could um, because it is a it is so – I mean, if you do the after 2 p.m. combo, that's great. You can avoid that crowd altogether at the front of the park because they set up a lot of these walkways. And you really – if you go the wrong way, you're kind of stuck going up against traffic. Yeah. But, but with that said, should we just follow the direction of how we went in the park? If you can remember off the top of your head, I can. go for it's it. It's solely because I, I did all the videos in the order that we went through the houses, too, oh. because of the vlog that I, we did. So um, so anyway, so you come into the main park, um, and you go down that main street. You know, there's the statue of the filmmakers there, and you can see the fire effects in the background. And uh, – there's the first uh, – so this year was a little different when it came to the scare zones. Normally, there's four different themed scare zones. Um, this year, it was – the scare zones are still where they were, but they're all themed to the purge. Um, and it's all that purge election year. So the first one you kind of come up to, it's all like colonial purge. So it's yeah. this, the Statue of Liberty thing, the neon green face. Um, there's like people wearing the animal masks with the chainsaws running around there. Um, and then when you go to the left in there, there's like kind of a – it's. I want to use the word maze because it's like. I was going to say that it's. Know. It's not like. A, so the first maze you were talking about is like the ones you'd see here in Orlando if you've ever been to Halloween Horror Nights here. The second one is more like an open air maze, like so, a, like a corn maze is what yeah, it reminds me of. It's you have to walk through it. There's a certain path that you walk down, and yeah. there are um, you know scare actors hidden throughout, uh, as well as other. Um, you know, like, like user-triggered yeah. animatronics. That There's like a car with two bodies on the hood yeah. and it's blinking and kind of moves a little bit. Yeah, they've got yeah. a lot of atmosphere in there. It's it's it, well, it got me. You know, if you, <laughs> if you see the video, there's a great part where I'm running away in pure terror. But it worked a lot better than I'd say like the traditional scare zones. I was very impressed with the way it. Yeah, it, it was worked. interesting. It gave the whole park like its theme that kind of all tied together. So, so that is um, in the the main hub, the the British area, and then in the French area um, is where all the purge scare zones are on the the upper lot. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. And then there is, okay. So then we, so we started off, it was still daylight. We went to the first house that we went to was Halloween. Yes. And, um, this is both here and there. However, we should say this is that just because there's a Halloween house there, there's a 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. There's a Exorcist house. They're not the same. They're not the same. They're not done by the same people. Yep. They're not anything. It's just basically like someone was like, we're, this is the th- property. Yeah, we're we've got go the intellectual this. property. We're going to build our own, yeah. you know, our own house from that. And I think this will be a, a reoccurring theme, but the quality seems to be a lot higher, I'd say, in the houses here. And I think that's just because here. of the... Sorry, uh, there okay, in saying. comparison to here. Um, and that just... I think that's because they've got more resources there. They well, literally have on site, yeah. like places a lumber yard and things we, that we just yeah, don't we, have here, we did so. the vip tour right before this so they took us out on the back lot and they they really did explain how there is like all like the lumber yard there's the um you know so it's kind of like if they need to build something and just go build it or they have a prop warehouse yeah. right behind them where they need to grab something so you know you, you have to remember that there are our best maze is every maze there i also felt like all the mazes were longer there I, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed a lot of the mazes. There's a few things that I picked up on that I didn't think was fantastic. No, um, I, 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 and I will say that. I, I, mean, I mean in the quality of execution. Yeah. And um, whether they're better personally than ours, and now that I've had some time, um, I'll, I can't give out a consensus till I go back to ours again. But um, So we started with Halloween. Yes. Um, and we, we, I want to say, too, we had front of the line for this event, and it was 100% worth it. Because um, we w- didn't wait more than like a minute no, for we anything. Walked straight on everything almost. And we did the mummy. Um, we we, we would have done um, Jurassic Park, but also yeah. we knew like we didn't want to leave Pete on the it City Walk for too long, you know, out there. Um, but uh, so so yeah, so we did Halloween, which is yes. one of our favorites here, right? Like, it is Halloween House here is very scary. Yeah. I was very impressed with it. Um, and the, I'd say the two houses have similarities in how the story kind of. I would say this through, is the yeah. most similar, actually. Like they, yeah. they're, they're very, very similar to each other. These two houses. Till you get it is to different. the end of this one, because it kind of takes a curveball. So, yes. what I love is you go in the house, and I, I love any house that has the actual exterior of a house. To yeah, go in. and that's something again that you see a reoccurring theme. They just seem to have a lot more space on their back lot here, so you get to see the walk up to the houses. Here. Yeah. So, uh, and this one, you kind of you walk in through the living room, um, whereas yep. ours, you start in the wardrobe, which I yes. think is an amazing entrance into a house. Is going through a closet. That's awesome. So this one's cool. It's way you feel most comfortable. It is. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> so you kind of go through. You go through the scene. You see the Michael getting shot by uh, I forget his name. Loomis. Loomis. Um, and then you you enter into the hospital yeah, scenes. But you over. also well you you go through the backyard too because there's the the trick or treater is there too. Um, but um, there are some things that they have there that I almost feel like they took a little bit of a twist on it. So they have Michael at, like with the acid bath. Okay, yes. this one specifically got me. I can't remember if I was behind you or in front of you, but I thought it was an animatronic because it had like pivots in the wrists yeah. and the neck. Well, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, like, <laughs> they, they set it up. They did it more than once because they. There it so, is. Right so there. here's the scene if you're watching, and I was like, oh, that's an animatronic. That's an animatronic. Oh, he moved right, and then right when I was right there, he reached out at my face, and I and I was like, oh dear God. I hate that theirs has clothes on it though. Oh, the, the mannequin. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, was sur- the I was honestly very surprised about that. Yeah. So whilst you're talking about that scene there, yeah. one of the more prominent things for me was of oh, course yeah. the smell. Yeah. So they actually that's an acid bath that you've seen uh, just a few seconds ago if you're watching. But that smell of acid gets pumped in, and they do in the houses here in Orlando. They're great. They do use a lot of smells, but nothing compared to what they were doing here. I don't know whether they've just got a better way of executing those smells. But I, that yeah, smell of acid burnt the back of my nose everywhere. It was crazy. It, and, yeah. and every house had an extreme like you. It, it immediately puts you in that 
I, it, it's it it did a great job with that. I thought all the houses had a great yeah. a great experience. But well, my favorite part about this house was the curve they threw you through at the end. You go through a freaking pumpkin. See. <sighs> You go the 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 entrance of this part is so one of the things that we loved um, when Craig and I did it was the entrance um, through the one in Orlando is like the movie poster. So you're going like it's that they have the big pumpkin poster outside yeah. and you go through. That's basically this except for you're going through the mouth of the pumpkin and then when you're in it, it's just this crazy like it smells like a pumpkin in there it, and it's got like pieces of the pumpkin hanging down and then um, you know there are scares in there. Yeah, it. it well, I don't know what sense this makes to the film. See, this is my issue with it. So when you walk into this house, it's very realistic. It's very similar to walking through the sets of the film. So you walk in through the living room, you, uh, the living room, you transition over to the hospital, and it's all great. It feels like you're traveling through that storyline. And then this feels really disjointed to me because all of a sudden you go through the moving pumpkin heads, which is, you know, a dark scene where yeah, I thought that a few was a good of them effect, jump though. out. Yeah. Very good effect. Because you but can't just... see any bodies. They're all neon heads. Yeah. So they turn and, the, sometimes, and then all of a sudden they'll move at you. And then after that, you go into the pumpkin, which we've seen. But it just felt really campy and a little bit disjointed from the rest of the house. And it, it reminds me of the end of the original Halloween house where it was all mirrors and it was Michael Myers, like, and you don't know which Michael is the real Michael. Yeah. And so, like, and then all of a sudden one starts moving. I I liked this kind of surreal twist on it. Um, I understand what you're talking about where it feels campy because it is, like, its own weird original thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I thought for us picking this to be our first house, this was, like, a great starting point because I thought the house itself was very scary. I thought the scares were a little more... <laughs> Uh, with every house in in Hollywood, I thought the scares were very consistent. You and I like feed off of each other's fear, which was a reoccurring thing as yeah. well throughout the whole event. We just uh, spent a lot of time bundled together screaming. But no, I get what you're saying. It was a very good starter house. Um, it lived up to its expectations. It's very good here. So I had high expectations for it. So over there in California, um, yeah, I think it did a good job. I liked this one better than the one here. The one that... Uh, I do. You don't I don't know. I'm not agree. really. Yeah, I've just, not made a I, for decision me, it was why. The, it was the finale got me. See, that's the one thing I really don't enjoy yeah. about it. One thing I do enjoy though with this one is it felt like there was a lot more acting. It felt like you were in the scenes more. So when you walked in, they had yeah. bigger spaces, and there was a lot more like um, like the well, people more character at people. Him. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like you were living the scenes more rather than boot and you know jumping what? back. And you that's know? a good point because I said in the other show we did about ours here is that I really enjoy when there are people when it's people in distress. Yeah. So it's kind of like it is the scene from the movie, and I do feel like that. And I, I noticed that right away in Halloween. It wasn't just always Michael. It was kind of like the other people yeah. as well. This one relied less on jump scares and more on freaking you out a bit more. Yeah. And I like that. I think that's that shows confidence in a house rather than just like loud noise, jump. Ah. So those poor, two, those, those poor women in front of us. Um, who, who, uh, like I'm pretty sure he hit, you hit them with your camera too. I hit everyone. I think at some point I would I ran into them like full on. Because yeah, I when got... we get to the Freddy versus Jason house, I think I left it in. I'm going to show you when Oliver hits a girl in the head with his camera. For anyone that's watched the videos that Rhino has been uploading, you'll realize that my fight fight or flight instinct is very very heavily weighted towards flight. So um, yeah, you can all enjoy that. Yeah, there's a lot of running. <laughs> um, so we went from here. That was on the lower lot. We started on the lower lot. 
um, with Halloween. And then um, that was located like right near Jurassic Park, like down in that area. And then we walked over. You walk up toward Transformers and then hang a right. So a lot of these houses, this part of the park is an area that's built on the back lot. And so yeah. it's a part of the park that you don't get to go to normally as a regular day guest. Um, so it's really cool. So the next house we went into, I believe, was Exorcist. Yes, it was. And um, what I really love, because I thought The Exorcist here was really good, and I, I think there's a lot of really cool effects in this house. I think the Orlando, I liked where the Orlando house went in terms of being very original in their interpretation of it. So anyway, so the first thing I love, though, about the one here is the outside of the house, because you walk yeah. up to the house, and it's the big, the brick house, and they've got a uh, standing... Um, like doll animatronic it's not an animatron but it's yeah, just a the figure the guy the doctor yeah, yeah and he's standing outside and the theme song's playing so right away you're like you and you go into the living room in the house so you go into yeah. the house so here's the here's my this is why i like this the or i think this house works like so well in comparison to ours they have a lot more space to play with yeah so when you first walk in that room you're in is about the size of the room in the house and yeah. that hallway so it feels a lot more realistic and because they have that space they can include that incredibly impressive um you know animatronic figure or moving figure as yeah, they call I, it yeah i enjoyed that i like that it's from a different angle too so you're from the side whereas yeah. ours you're like kind of head on um and i haven't seen ours in working condition yet but so you start there and then the the only issue i have here with this house kind of is like it's a lot of this you're in dark hallways um, where you can't really see anything and it's hard to you know see where you're going. Yeah. And then there's random like Reagans or the demon or whatever popping out at you. And, excuse me. And then you go into her bedroom. Yep. And so it's like the the various famous scenes in the bedroom. So you know here's here's one right here too. The priest throwing the holy water who threw it right in my face, right <laughs> there. Um, and I thought this was cool. I mean this is great. They've got the demon. Um, I forget the demon's name. Craig, do you remember? I can't pronounce it right. It's like a Zuzu or something. Yeah, it's something Pazuzu. like that. Yeah, Pazuzu. Um, Pazuzu. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you go into the room, and then it's, okay, hallway with, like, weird random stuff. Someone's going to pop out around the corner, and then you're back in the room again. So it's kind of like their house ended up being designed the way that our designers here specifically said they didn't want it to be, which yeah. is you keep going into the same room over and over and over again. This house smelled like mothballs and crap yeah and again that was so realistic the smells in here it wasn't just like a, oh look they've tried to scent it like that it was genuinely i did love my this stomach is right turning here. the head spinning around and her like proj- that thing projectile yeah. things out of it so again uh, but we should note too so oliver talked about smells and it being realistic ours has the smell of pea soup pumped into it this one had the smell of vomit pumped yes. into it so it was like actually what it probably smelled like so, although I did enjoy the space that they used in this house, it was a lot bigger. I thought that worked well. There was a few things that I didn't enjoy so much in comparison to ours. I felt like their version of the Exorcist house um, relied heavily on plastic mannequins. So, in ours, it feels like it feels like there's a lot more real life Reagans rather than the mm-hmm. moving mannequin Reagan. Because you know, I've I've reviewed all these videos and the amount yeah. of um non real life acting reagans are in it is crazy there's you know they rely heavily well, on they that they do an so. interesting thing in hollywood too with the with the actual air characters and you can see here so this reagan has the reagan with the tongue hanging yeah. out of it there's a lot of characters and they are the priest too like they have the mask the plastic mask over their face to make <laughs> yeah. them look like the person i thought that was interesting like i you know i, I like it in the end um this guy was getting scared so he had to turn his flashlight on and i also noticed they don't have the wiener on the 
I said wiener. You heard me. Pazuzu's yep. wiener isn't there. I looked up a, a picture wow. of that statue. Like, the snake comes out of the crotch like it's supposed to, but... And for all the people that are listening on audio only, now they know there's no Pazuzu wiener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like a dessert at BJ's, the Pazuki. But the Pazuzu... I'm going to show you a photo here, Oliver. Uh, but, but, so what do you think you liked this one uh, ours better or see, better? I did like ours and I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself because I praised the previous house um, the Halloween house so much more for uh, having that open space and that that's those scenes where you walk into them and enjoy that like uh, the acting like where you can um, I can see yes um, where you enjoy the actual scene itself whereas in this one like they tried to do the same thing I feel like you walked into Reagan's bedroom and Reagan the real life Reagan the you know the live actress was always on the bed moving in as there is actually Reagan's that will jump out at you all the real life Reagan's that re- rely on those jump scares here were in a window so it's less scary. There's more of that separation. Whereas our Reagans, you see the full body and they come at you. And it's a lot well, more intimidating. I'm going to say a, a couple of scenes that were really standout scenes. I don't, I like, I think they did some cool effects. I like yep. the bed shaking. I like the thing. Um, I think that ours was great in the scene where, like, where you go in the room and it's almost the bedroom's rounded now. So all the windows are open and the shutters are going, the wind yeah. is going. And it's that big finale scene. But I also like how we have like the scene where we jump out and we follow the demon basically to hell. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I, I There's a couple of those scenes that really, they stuck with me here. And there I was like, okay, that was, you know, if I hadn't been to ours yet, I would be like, oh, this one's great. Mm. But now ours took like that creative spin on it, and I, I might like ours better for that reason. Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with you. I think ours just has the edge on it, over it somehow. But I, it's kind of like there are things in ours that feel cheap to me, and there's I don't necessarily ever feel cheap specifically. But again, that's a Hollywood resource thing. Like yeah. we don't have space, we can't build some of the stuff that they could build. But um, but yeah, that's the smell though. Jeez. It was full on. Yeah. What house was next? Um, we did Krampus next because there were no. Oh, wait, no. Well, we had to walk through an area that I don't remember walking through last year. Um, the purge. There was a tunnel that we walked through, and yeah, you're it was all the. So we got over there, and then we had to walk through another purge area that was all. And they had this last year, and it was purge last year. It was all. Um, were all the like cargo crates are open and people are running out with chainsaws and stuff like that so and then you'll be back um in a back area where there are three more houses and the first one we went in was krampus and yeah krampus for me this house blew our house away yes krampus krampus here was my biggest letdown and krampus there was maybe one of my favorite houses okay so again i'm going to defend our krampus here because i really enjoy our krampus here i think it does a great job it's not that scary it's it's more it's one of those houses again that relies on the scenery the scenes the enjoyment of being immersed in that environment and so does theirs as well but with the added bonus of there is the odd jump scare in there. So for the same reasons, you know, I, I love ours down here. I love theirs as well. And a little bit more because it, they add that actual scary factor to it. So well, for if example... We, if, oh, I was going to say, take us through and we'll I've, point it out if you if you want. So I love... I can't... For me, you can never beat the entrance of a house. And I understand we can't have that here. And we yeah. do have a little bit of a snowy entrance. But this has like a Krampus on the roof. Well, we do have the entrance here. It's very impressive. We have the facade, but it's inside another building. And when you walk in, there's not much space to look at it so you crank your neck looking up well so. the, for me this one well let's just we'll wait and we'll go through as we walk i do have to say though like starting it with the outside like that 
Yeah. You're not starting at the beginning of the movie. You're already jumping into the middle if it looks like that and Krampus is on the roof. So there That's is true. that aspect too. Well, okay, so there we just walked by a chimney and you didn't see it because the effect happened behind us, but like there's there were feet dangling there, like uh you know, and the then little boy. and then um Krampus at one point comes out of that chimney comes out of the bottom of the chimney and I think you missed this because I was turned around looking at you and it happened behind you. Um I think there was a lot of scares in this house and my complaint with our house is they were all by those little elf things. So here, the gingerbread scene, there's a ton of gingerbread men, but then also you can kind of see it in the corner of the screen there is the, the cupboards light up and you can see like there's the one in the blender, yeah. there's the whatever. Um I also like the humans in distress, as we know. And, like, so it's like the scene of the movie. And ours, they had, I think, I'm going to give ours good credit because I do love the attic scene in ours. This one had a little bit more of like the humans in the story. Um, specifically, the person getting, um, who I believe is just around the corner. I also really liked, you You made a comment about this. The use of the height. height. Yeah. yeah. So that's something we just don't see in ass. This one, they're jump, you know, they do the scares from up above. So you're locking up and they're scaring you from, yeah. um, you know, just over your head. And so. I, I loved this scene. Like, that's a character. Like, that's a person, you know, and they're just yeah, like... Yeah, it's a person being eaten on the bed by one of the... Uh, it's like a large toy. I don't think it's one of the it's elves. It's the Jack in the Box. Oh, it's the Jack in the Box. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I love... Right away, like I loved that, um, but that's not the only scene that's going to involve a person. But um, yeah, like Oliver said, too, this house in particular. So as you walk through, it's a house, and there's a lot of pictures on the walls. So like yeah. where that elf just popped out, you know, that's a great, that's a vent. It does a lot of those. It it'll pull back right there. You can see yeah, a photo, and they pop uh, out. And I thought I thought that from. was a good use of those kind of pop out scares yeah and it's I, I don't know i think they just approached this house differently to us i think ours was that's where the krampus would have come out down yes there. that's what it turned around but from the like, outside experience this house looks more like it's krampus themed but it's not taking you through the movies it's just showcasing a couple of the scenes yeah mm-hmm. i agree as lays down the story very well for you and it takes it, it takes but, this, but this even scene. has the them holding the child at the the well or whatever to be sacrificed too like very specific like they're very specific showing you this scene um it's it's coming up it's going to be on the left up here and it was an unusual scene because i was like they're all animatronic and not moving they're just like there you know right up there they're like going to throw that kid into the pit i'm assuming that's from the movie yeah so although i do enjoy uh their house their krampus a lot i think i do uh i like as one of the things that did stand out to me an awful lot though in comparison to ours is the use of krampus in as yeah. there is no actual physical moving krampus you see krampus there, there is, is a krampus the on end. the roof there's there's is one, there one at the end because yeah, there I is one in the living the room and, but it's a krampus like facade and someone jumps I, out i do want to say krampus. this finale was weird to me too like you walk in and it's all like the house is perfectly made up and it's fine and there's like carols playing and you can smell yeah. gingerbread and then all of a sudden it gets like there's this like lighting change effect and it's dramatic and scary and it was kind of a I unsettling would, end well cool. the i spoilers not spoilers but the movie don't tell me kind I'm, of no, has don't tell a me. similar not not in that way it has that same idea of it so it makes sense in context with the movie yeah. um in that sense there's one thing that i did notice weird in this house is was it similar where like with ours whenever i did the unmasking the horror tour they talked at great length about how they would ever they could do to make sure that up above wasn't lit and you couldn't really see the space you only felt like you were in the space did they do the same thing there because there was plenty of times in that video where i looked up and you could see 
the roof and you could see lights on above and it it just looked like you were walking in a big warehouse instead of i think this felt like an actual house um the part when like krampus was like hanging out i mean remember too like our camera can see a little better than we could so like i would say that I never know, looked up and thought, oh, there's yeah. studio lighting above me. I would say that even if if it's reflected in the video and you can see the lights in the video, at no point did I think, yeah. mm, look, we're in a studio. It did feel very immersive like we were in the house. Yeah, and it did feel like an actual house. Like he said in the other house, it had that same spatial context where I felt like where he was coming through the roof on that side. That's part of the only part it really happened in the house like that. And so I was. it looked like he had broken through that part. Yeah, like, yeah I, I just didn't know, based on a couple of the scares that you said were higher up, whenever you lifted up for that, could see clear as day the top of the roof and stuff. It didn't, it didn't that's feel the like thing people were running around and reaching down. It, it didn't, it, I never got that imp- impression that it was just a bunch of people walking above a set reaching okay. into us. No, I completely get what you're saying, Craig. I, I didn't feel that at all, though. When oh. I, whenever I was experiencing it, it never Not came across house, as I that. Mean, so. And maybe yeah. that could be just because of my crippling fear, to be honest, yeah. whenever I looked up and <laughs> it, someone was jumping down. But I never felt that way. I never felt like, oh, look at that. Because it, it is something I look for, you know, when we're in these sound studios. Uh, and I'm going to say the reason why I like this one, too, is like this one at the end it was scary it was fun um and i yeah yes i i will always argue the benefit of going to halloween horror nights more than once any of them all of them for sure you don't notice all the details on the first round but not everybody can do that and so i do believe the experience should be catered toward this is my one chance to go through this house and so i know you guys come to defense of the krampus here a lot but i've only gone through it the one time and it left me the way i was feeling so I don't think it was a very good house when it came to that aspect of it. Like, yes, I understand there are these amazing details inside of the house now. And if I went back and repeated and I turned around and looked in different places, it'd be fine. But I also think that house maybe got lost in too much of the fine details. Yeah. Ours, at least. Like, And I would love to go back and see them again. But I'm just thinking about the one person who goes through that one time, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that is that is a big difference between Hollywood and Orlando. While you say that the details are more finely constructed, I think Orlando is more detail-oriented in everything they do with it because a big, a big group of people do come multiple, multiple times to the event. They want to do these houses over and over again, see how it evolves through the season. I don't... I, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think people in Hollywood quite feel the same way about it just from Well, I just wonder uh, if their, I've their seen. frequent fear pass is as big of a seller as ours. You know, like, what I mean, mm-hmm. like, you come to a lot... I, I mean, I feel like the average local that I meet that goes to Halloween Horror Nights, I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of divided for me. Some are just the, oh, we went the one time, but then I feel like I meet just as many people that have a frequent fear pass. Yeah. And how often does the frequent fear pass in Orlando get you into the park? Uh, it depends on what level you get. You can either go every night, every night except Saturdays, every night except Fridays and Saturdays. So and, so the yeah. lowest pass will get you in more than nine times? Uh, the lowest pass gets you in the first two weekends, and that's it. So Okay, because they only have, it looks like on the website, they only have one, and it's nine times. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, clearly we have a demand for even different levels of passes. We do, and I think with that... With that level of demand to be able to go over and over again, you have to offer a different experience. You can't necessarily right. just throw out all of your guns right away. You need to you need to hide those little things in there for the repeat people 
um, who look to look for these details as they're going through, which uh, it's it's just another example of how these two events are so drastically different. Yeah. Well, and it's great, too, because it, it just really means that the Universal Orlando caters very much to their annual pass holders. And that's a great, I think, a park, you know, it, it, it that, that it's great for people who will go through one time, for sure. I, I definitely think if you're going to only go once in, Holly, uh, in Orlando, you're not going to be let down. But I love that you have that opportunity to go through multiple times like that. But we did our next house, and this was probably one of your favorite houses, right? Um, was this one your favorite? This one was definitely one of my favorite it's, things. It's Freddy versus Jason, right? Yeah, it was either Krampus or this one, I think, for me. This, yeah, this was 100% my uh, my favorite house. And I've never even seen you never seen the, the movies? movies? No. Well, aren't you just someone in a Christmas sweater? I'm absolutely... <laughs> I, I know, a terrible person, but this... By far exceeds any house we have in Orlando for scares. This yeah. is one of the scariest, if not the scariest, haunted house I've ever walked through in my entire life. Like the amount non-stop. of jump scares. Oh, yeah. They, it's You think it's finished, and you're not even halfway there with the amount of people that are going to jump out and get you. So it's kind of it's based on the film. So what I love right here, the exterior has that Craven Industries, which obviously Wes Craven created Nightmare on Elm Street. So you're going into uh, you start with Freddy, yeah, Freddy's area. So you kind of go into where his like the boiler know, room, yeah, the yeah, boiler room. From the workshop. film, I have, it was a long time ago. I see. No, it, so. no, I watched the movie last year. It's a great, great movie. But um, great lines. What? Remind Great me of some of them. Yeah. Well, I already said you were something, someone like a Christmas sweater. Oh something yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking um, about. But um, <laughs> so it is. It is kind of set up almost in that same aspect of how the movie's being told as well. Because if you're familiar with the Freddy versus Jason film, um, it starts with Freddy's story and he's telling his story, and it kind of flashes through some of the highlights of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. So that kid right there is Jason. It's it's always Jason in distress because Freddy's trying yeah. to get into Jason's mind. This effect here was great. I thought having the actual person here, there was a lot of like really cool use of the surroundings. Yes. And like different types of effect. Like you said, this is one of the scariest houses you're in. I feel like we were being scared non-stop because of that too like yeah and they love these hallways with the light that it projects at you this is was a something that they use a lot an effect they use a lot because it blinds you whilst you're walking through so it'll be a dark hallway that you're blinded with the light spatial perception everyone that goes through does the same thing they duck down and put their hands out reaching forward so we were like have to hold each other and we're like we're gonna die now on so you step into Crystal Lake, which is cool. They have I I really like that they had Jason's mother out here. I can't remember ours very well, um, but this one was was pretty extensive. So um, we got stuck right here. We did, um, but I was happy with that because one of the things I enjoy about any of the houses on both coasts is when they include an outdoor area like this. Yeah, and I, I think they did that I like very well. Outdoors, yeah. So it's you know it, you feel immersed with the bushes around you, the road signs, the cars. I was very impressed with uh, the outdoor area in this house i think they did a good job with it they had jason without the mask on right there yeah and uh mrs Voorhees obviously with her shovel and that's you know freddie as mrs Voorhees because she she tells him she gets in his head in the film and yeah. then this is crazy too i'm glad that we took our time walking by here because all the things that are make up the cabin here are all the campers they're all the bodies are all tied to the outside there yeah um and then you kind of walk through um, this first scene was a little weird because you walk into the cabin and there's like a bed set up and it looks like it's the scene where Kevin Bacon gets the arrow through the throat, but it's not. It's just kind of this bed that has like Freddy's eyes behind it on the screen here. Yeah, so they use that a lot, like the eyes, the uh, when the video, the visual video behind windows in this um, 
in the houses there. I think this worked well because it was it was like trying to be a bit surreal. Well, it was supposed to be in so, their like dream landscape, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of it was interesting. It was it was definitely it had that feel that you were in. You know, it, it had that transportive feel to it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, very very scary. Um, and uh, Oliver hit a girl in the head with his camera. If you watch coming up here pretty I did. soon, but. Um, I, I, I will say my complaint about our Freddy versus Jason house last year was, I, it was like one or the other. I never saw a lot of Freddy. I saw some Jason's, but none of Fre- no Freddy's. Um, and here it was like, we saw nonstop, Equal there were a ton of Freddy's, yep. ton of Jason's and it wasn't, it was nobody in between. It was all yeah. them, you know, they do a great job of pacing it too. So when you start off and you're walking through, it's very, you know, it feels like a regular house almost as the odd jump scare. The closer you get to the end, the more intense it gets, and the more frequent the scares get. I want to say something really quick about that, that woman right there, too. So we talked about their use of tricking you with animatronics. I thought yes. that girl was an animatronic, and I didn't know until we watched this video that she was scaring people, because yeah. I like looked at her face real closely. I'm surprised she did not try to scare me, because I was like, oh, that's a really good-looking <laughs> animatronic. Yeah, it's and as you if you are watching the uh, video version of the show, you can see now that there are plenty of Freddys and Jasons, and they're always paired off against each other. So on the left hand yeah. side, you've got one. On the right hand side, you've got the other. And I think that was designed specifically to terrify me because I am well, that person. There's like that one ducks scene where he looks to left to right on the camera, and I'll show you. Well, so this wait, hold on one second, just yeah. because he's about to hit the girl in the head with the camera. So when they go through, so. There's a lot of bleeping in this video because of that. See, he shakes and scared. Right here, they're going to go through the curtain, and he's going to hit her in the head. And oh, no. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. It's the next curtain. For those of you that are listening to the audio version, uh, you can head over to the YouTube channel and yes. uh, watch the video just there. Yeah, ready? So. Here it is. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, there we go. Right <laughs> in the back And he, like, you can hear the thud when he hits her. But, but, but again, like, like, like you just said, there's a Freddy, there's a Jason. We just yeah. saw Freddy, Jason. And then this is my favorite part, too, because Oliver looks to the left. He looks to the right. He looks to the left. He looks to the right. There's and then nowhere to go. And he runs under, but then he's immediately confronted and then, by... There we and go. he didn't see it. So in the video, he screams <laughs> so, so it's, loud. Yeah, it's very clever the way they did it. They really... No, they designed, they designed the scare so well. So yeah. there was literally... You can't look left. You can't look right to escape it. Because I think people learn. You learn that to avoid the scare, just don't look at them. Because you know they can't touch yeah. you. So just don't look. They designed this in such a way where you're you're not going to go behind you you can't look left you can't look right you've got to go forward and there's someone waiting there to get you so this yeah that's something that uh hollywood does succeed better on um whenever whenever they had avp a couple years back Mm, uh, that's the that's the versus house that i got to compare from here to there here it was that was my huge complaint is that oh it's finally alien versus predator but it's like a random alien will be here, lots of aliens, and just one right there, and then you'll see a random predator. It was never versus. Yeah. Go out to Hollywood, all of a sudden, it's that same exact experience you just said, and as you saw in the video, they are actually on both sides coming at you all the time. Uh, then we had Freddy versus Jason last year, which they took an interesting twist on it. It was a great house, but... They started off at uh, started off at Camp Crystal Lake and then moved into uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and then combined them both at the end. So they were never really, except for those couple scenes at the end, they never really fought together. Yeah, it was like so the it iconic was never that Friday the Thirteenth yeah. iconic nightmare. And then they had that big screen that was like the sc- yeah. So it wasn't even really actors; it was the projected fight. And I think as they did it this year, I think that's the way to do these versus houses. Yeah. It's it's the one thing if there will ever be versus houses coming up 
up in the future for Universal Orlando, they need to start making it actually against each other instead of we'll just show these scares from the two separate because this is the ideal way of actually doing it. Well, because there's that fear that you're caught in the middle. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially that end where you look left, look right, because you were in front of me and I remember you even went and I was like, oh, here's my chance. Like, And I yeah. ran through because they were like following you. And But they turned and looked back at me and he like reached at me and I'm like, get away from me. That is like, something I found with know. this one. Even though you know in the back of your mind, oh, well, they can't touch they you. They got really this close one, they, to me they, Yeah, they they sit on the border and the, the boundary. One of the had the knife right near my eye. It's, it was terrifying. Yeah, they seem to be, they seem to sit a lot closer to that, that borderline that they know they're yeah. allowed to be on. So more so than you see over this side. So this was definitely a fun one. I definitely think it was a jam-packed house uh, yes. and lots of scares in it. And then we went to American Horror Story. We did, which is a favorite here and it is also there as well if i remember correctly the wait time over there was um incredibly high it was something like 80 or 90 minutes yeah it it was it was it was it was a lot which for that night was uh very high because all the other houses were just under an hour or so this one is told in the same order too it's the three tiers same season order with murder house and then um with uh Freak show and then followed by hotel. Um, just before we get into it, I want to point make out uh, just point out for those of you that are watching and or listening. Um, when we went into this house, they actually stopped Rhino and I in the line, so you didn't get that oh, continuous yeah, train of people. Of yeah. So when we got sent through, there was no one in front of us, which just intensified it so much more. So this house is set up differently too, where I feel like it follows. Okay, also, so the girl in the stairs saying you're going to die here. Um, in murder, watch house. me jump across the screen here in a second. Um, somebody jumped out at the side of me right here you're gonna see oliver if you're watching shake really bad as soon as this person right here so (laughs) um but so anyway you in in our house in orlando you start in the basement and move up through the house this one you kind of start the way the show starts you start at the outside and move through the house and you start at the base level and then like you go into the bathroom you see the piggy man which we have as well um you'll you'll eventually end uh do you go into the basement in this one the leather man's here. I know that in the hallways, um, the bedrooms. I don't think you go into the basement in the murder house. I don't think you're in a yeah. basement until no. Hotel. You're just in the actual house itself. Yeah. So um, I do feel like the house portion of this house, like the oh, murder, yeah, yeah, murder right house there. portion, there is much longer. I remember if that was at the end? Oh yeah, there we are. But I felt like it was much longer. So the house is the house, as we said before, features three seasons. It's starting off with the first season in it's the house here in Orlando. Jumpy. Yeah. Um, it, it seems to go very quickly through that first season murder yeah, house. Here it really extends it, and you feel. It doesn't feel rushed. Yeah. Um, which I like that. They paid, you know, they I paid like a good homage I like to the it. transition too from here to um, Freak Show because you kind of like, it's like you've stepped out of the house in the backyard and then yeah. the yard is kind of the transition into the Freak Show. I will say the disappointment here for me though is you don't go through the bus. I love in Orlando, you go through the bus. I thought that was great. I thought the Orlando portrayal of Freak Show was better because if you're watching the video here, it's kind of like they're not anybody specific really and and then a few of them are the yeah and then the guy with the two faces the two face guy is and again these are different characters the we don't see in too, but we missed him because they were switching actors yeah um you know lots of the clown but the freak show portion of this is over and done with already almost like this yeah. is it it was literally the woods into the tent and then you go into the hotel seriously yes yeah, it's very short it. compared to ours theirs is very very short and ours they I did it well. ours was great 
Yeah, they, as is very good. And they did do that as well. They did a good job, but it was just very short. I did like how often they featured uh, Twisty the Clown. I will say that. You, you've seen a lot of Twisty. Pepper was also sitting down on the bench to our right, but we didn't. I don't think we noticed. I saw it in the video uh, later. Okay. But see, yeah, we're already in the hotel. Those Twisties are going from like fat to fit thin to fat to yeah, thin. Oh, yeah, it's multiple like accents. that was an issue um, with uh, the, the Halloween people as well. But I liked their, their bedroom effect here was a little different than ours because it was a, like... I don't know. I remember it being just stationary when we walked through that first night, and that could have just been like everything wasn't in full swing. But um, the hotel I thought was pretty good. Um, you know, it's a lot of the, the hallways with the rooms jumping out. The final scene, though, of this this house scared the uh, bejesus. Yeah, because I, I walked through a curtain, and there was somebody right to the left of the curtain. It was the countess. And then she made me jump back, so I hit my head on the camera. And then I fell yeah. forward. And when I got up, like regained myself there was another countess on the left and then there was something dressed like the the wallpaper that reached me too so i just ran out of the house screaming at the end of it but yeah they did a great job with this and especially because that last scene there it's a big area and i always find it's hard to do the jump scares in a bigger area and they still managed to achieve it you actually said that while we were going through the house too it's one of the things you liked is there's a room like they used they had a good here's my head i hit my head (laughs) i fell down i got up and then there's another one she swipes at me with the knife and then there's there's a thing on the left, dressed up there. And so I'm just yeah. like they 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 ended on a really high note they with did. this house. I do think that our Orlando house did American Horror Story better solely because they did Freak Show so well. And then the hotel stuff, even though I haven't really watched all the hotel yet, the stuff I've saw like the basement where she's got the creepy weird two tubs like the coffins coffins coffins. Um, <laughs> Well, they look like Tupperware containers. Um, the thing that I... Uh, one thing that both coasts do very well is they actually get the um, the in-house actors to look very similar to the on-TV yeah. actors and actresses, which I you know I appreciate that as a, as a fan. Um, one thing that I do like that they do here in Orlando that I noticed they don't do there is here in Orlando, they take audio snippets from the show so for example the lady okay that, that was only sheets, this house though because they because they, yeah, the, they do the it audio in clippets of freddy versus jason are from the film yeah they are but okay. in this one the american horror the yeah. american horror story house uh, over in hollywood didn't use any of the actors no, audio and none weird. of them mimed over here they do that and i enjoy that so much the lady that you know cleans the sheets they've got that whole line where she's well, the, like oh i'm gonna need the ammonia and it really lady sells too. It. yeah when she's Same, there yeah. and, and that's what i said to to craig as soon as we were done too is that uh, that impression I had of that house was like, I just walked through scenes being recreated from the show. You know, it yeah. even had the little Stanley, you know, and, um, and now they have Mappetit. Like yep. it, I, I think our house excelled at, especially if this was, I don't know if this had anything to do with the last minute announcement maybe. And that, I don't know how ours could have come together so well. Um, I liked, it's like what I said, it, this one felt like they were missing the characters from the show, whereas ours had had them a plenty. Yes. So we only have we have one more house left. Technically two, because I want you to mention the other house. Okay. Well, I, um, I don't know which one you talk. So they all call them all mazes because technically the terror tram is a maze too. Is what I've learned. It's not like a separate thing. Yeah. Um. So after this, we took a little smidge of a break before because this was it for pretty much for the up um the lower lot, and yep. we went on the mummy, and then um 
we went on the Terror Tram, and this year the Terror Tram is designed by Eli uh, Eli Roth. Yep, it's the first time a filmmakers come up with the plot, I guess specifically, and so it's all themed around this like horrible Coodles the Clown, um, who was the unofficial mascot of the theme park when it opened, and and he basically got shunned and disappeared into the Hollywood Hills, and now all of a sudden, starting when the studio started doing the nighttime tram tours this summer of 2016, people started noticing clowns mm. popping up here and there and so basically this is like murderous then people started disappearing and so this is basically like you're they're this, taking you out you yeah know? this whole story is told to you on the tram itself as you uh, travel to the part of the back lot where you're going to do this maze um on the tvs above them and i think that's very good it's you know it feels very um it creeps you out because it's very dark you can't see where you're going and yeah. you're listening to this story it does a good job of working you up before it gets you to the actual area itself and when it does get you to the area where you actually get off of the tram you have what's his name again the clown koodles koodles mm-hmm. you have koodles standing there with like the balloons. holding on to his balloons which yeah. again that was incredibly freaky yeah they they do I, I the thing i love most about this is not only is it you're walking through the sets of movies like you you have to walk through the the area of the grinch and yeah and um you walk i mean the best opportunity about doing the terror tram is why it's a do not miss is you can go get your picture taken on the front porch of the 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 bates hotel uh the not the hotel but the house um norman bates house and norman will be out there this character there's this character he was very nice to me this year very polite i got polite norman this year last year norman wanted to stab me with a knife um so did you not see the photo he wants to stab us again look at that Oh yeah, but I, I actually I thought this kind of distracted from uh, from the whole experience. So after you get off the tram, you do walk around the actual. Well, this isn't the break. The motel. There's, a, there's a break. It's like in two parts. There is, yeah. But you walk around the motel. That was done well because the motel area from um, from the Psycho motel, is the yeah. Bates Motel is a very confined area. So it's similar to a house. You're walking in an area which is very tight. So they have a lot of people that can jump out at you and deliver that scare. Um, that didn't carry on, I'd say, into the rest of the Terror Tram experience because after that area, it kind of just turns into like an extravagant scare zone. Okay, see, I can't believe, though, in that way, you just said that it detracted from the experience. You are the biggest Hitchcock fan in this room. Oh. You had the chance to stand on the Psycho house okay. and get a picture That's with That's not what I'm saying. Face. I'm saying, okay, so, no, no, okay, I love... I love Psycho. I love Hitchcock. It's amazing. He's brilliant. You know, master, whatever. The actual Terror Tram experience for someone that doesn't, you know, necessarily enjoy Hitchcock and Psycho. And it's not brilliant. You get you get off the tram, you go into this area, which I, I appreciate the area. But let's imagine I didn't know what that area was, the actual Bates Motel part of the set you need to go home then okay it's, but I'm just no i'm thinking from the other i should say that's off to the side so you kind of have to know that's what you're going to do they don't make a big deal out of right it there's a queue yeah. yeah the actual trail of the terror tram keeps going straight ahead it's not like you go oh and you don't over. have to walk through i no, thought that was didn't. the path no oh okay. I, I said let's go over here and take our photo oh, it was there you literally okay, well, have to leave the path then. i to go and get your photo taken you do kind of a shortcut to head to the war of the worlds which what did they have in there it was this, still the whole thing it was it was so it was more of the clown carnage okay. so you could see it in the overview it's like the best part about this whole thing was the regular human actor they had like the regular guy that was like injured and he was like help help me help me and then he kind of went off into the fog and the clown started stabbing him and i was like oh that's i love that they had this 
regular. I, I like that idea because it's scary because you're like, oh, that's yeah. one of us, and now they've been taken. But, um, and another thing, you get to walk through the war of the worlds where the plane has been torn apart and there's smoke coming out and fire going through. And I don't care what the scare thing is, that at night lit up with smoke coming out of it, that is the best experience you can have. Ever. That aspect, yes, I 100% agree. But it doesn't feel like it feels like and i'm not saying this is a bad thing but it it feels more like a scare zone when you're walking through there because of the you, the space and how big it the is. space it's is it's supposed to be more like it's what i love is it's a focused it's it it's not indoors it, i love that it's outdoors they can run at you anywhere i mean yeah. granted i did not care for the I did not care for this clown-themed terror tram at all. Um, I hate clowns, and not even like, oh, they were scary. It was just like, it was kind of, it was kind of stupid. It was, I didn't like it. And when it was The Purge yeah. last year, I thought that made sense. Like, you're out here, and it's the night of The Purge, yeah. so there are people that are just going to turn around and go to kill you. And it was more normalized, I guess. And I think it's been The Walking Dead before. It was The Walking Dead when I did it. That that See, that seems like that would have been a really cool one because that would feel like I'm walking through The Walking Dead. I'm outdoors, and that's what they do. They walk outdoors, and there's zombies. Clowns for me, meh. So with like that in mind, and take take away the fact that we're all, you know, we all enjoy film and TV an awful lot, and we know what we're walking through. Take the average Joe that doesn't realize the, the sets he's walking on, and just say they're going for the Terra Tram experience. Keeping in mind that it's just an extravagant, essentially it is just an extravagant scare zone, would you say it is worth the yeah. in excess of an hour wait? Yeah, la- last year I actually thought it was the best thing I did. Um, really? I, yeah, because I think it's the most... Um, I think it just fit the theme better last year because last year when it was The Purge, it was this whole thing about you watch this video and it's from a newscaster and then she turns on you because she's basically she making you think she's a good guy and then she's like, I can't wait. And then it's supposed to be when the tram breaks down, that's when The Purge begins. And she's like, I'm going to kill every last one of See, you. See, that sounds a lot And you're like, oh my God, our tram broke shit. down. We've got to walk through this thing. And you so you walk by the hotel set and, you know, it's like they're auctioning off people there that they've captured and now you can buy, you know, and then you walk up through the carnage area and it's supposed to be like The Purge is just cost, cost that airplane to fall yeah. down. The airplane makes no sense, obviously, with the clowns because it's the the theme here is that the clowns have taken over the backlot, so yeah. it draws you out a little bit and saying like you are on Universal Studios backlot. Whereas when you were in The Walking Dead or you were in The Purge, those were the scenes of the show you're in. So I I do this year. I don't think it's a hit um, for me. No, I don't. At but all. I think it is a do not miss of Universal Hollywood, though. It, see, I can only go from my experience this year, and this was, you know, the only time I've um, experienced Halloween Horror Nights on that on that coast. And it, it, I love it because of the sets you can walk through. But when you take that out of the equation, the experience, I don't think it's worth an hour wait or no, the, anything I mean, more the, than that. I will that. tell you, so, the theming was the weakest thing of all, the whole night. Yeah, and it was it was kind of disappointing for me. And because I even when you thought the Purge Scare Zones were weak too this year. I agree with you on that point as well. But when you look at um, the non everything, all of their houses over in Hollywood, their intellectual property houses. There's you know their films that they have licensed or yeah. they own already. They can work from that. Here in Orlando, we do such an amazing job of creating these houses that 
are our own creations, you know, and our scare zones that are our own creations. And this was their chance with that. This was their chance to kind of seize that and go, look, we're creating this terror tram that isn't themed after The Walking Dead. It's not themed after, you know, a certain film. We've got a really good opportunity here. And it kind of just failed. And it kind of... Well, I blame Eli Roth for that for more than anything else. I think that's it. I think they maybe... I hope they don't not go to other filmmakers, but I'm not an Eli Roth I'm not a massive fan of his anyways. <coughs> he was good and inglorious, but, B-word. Um, you can, I censored myself the mo- there, The movie's called Inglorious Bastards. You, if, if it's the title of a movie, you can say it. It's not like... Not like you're talking about me, calling me. Yeah, he's an inglorious... So if know. I start to say, Craig, you inglorious, um, B-word, that becomes inappropriate. Yes. So anyway, so that was that. I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rewind uh, several hours here, really quick, um, and say there is another the Walking Dead permanent attraction that is like a horror night house that yes. is counted as being one of the houses. And I thought that was a little cheap of them to do to count that. However, I guess it does occupy some space that was once used for their mazes, and they are tight on space. Um, I think they do beef it up a lot, but because we had just gone through it in the beginning of the day we didn't go again so it was a little light on scares for us it was scary when we went through i think it's an experience it was scary you didn't go through during the event no No. oh because they do change it i was going to ask if they beefed it up because our experience from when we went through without going on the um sorry going through during the day was uh very it was it was poor i I wanted to go through it again i wanted to go through tonight i'm just going to say that being said but we couldn't. We you didn't fail. We didn't have time. Well, okay. it, during the day, there's so limited on actors. I felt like it relied on like it was like the one guy things. Yeah, there's then, one and person. And then the rest was the video screen. Yeah, and it just it wasn't. But it I think was, that was because they were saving it for that night. Um, so I I, I I I think it's. If you're a Walking Dead fan, I definitely think it's worth doing, you know. I do love how we're, we're sitting here like, oh, yeah, there was no scares involved at all. If you we could see us, all, like, there was a group of us just holding on to each other, walking <laughs> through, going, ah, every time something happened. Yeah. So, it, I don't know, I suppose in that sense it worked, but compared to the other houses, I like that there's failed. a permanent house, too, because I like yeah. that you can kind of go and get scared in, like, july i don't know that's what i would love for them to do here with i don't know krampus or something Not just krampus. wink wink nudge nudge i'd love if universal were to do that that'd be I'd amazing like something a little less seasonally specific but, but then it blends into christmas but um oh, i see what you're saying um so then we did then i'm gonna bring us back to where we were we got off the terror tram and we did our last house of the evening which was the texas chainsaw massacre and i didn't realize it when we were going into it because it's written so small on the poster but the texas chainsaw massacre is actually the texas chainsaw massacre blood brothers so it is not even themed to be the same thing as ours it is technically a hybrid of the first movie and the second movie and so um, what's interesting about this one is the smell. You can smell it walking up to the house, the rotten meat smell. And the, then it, yeah. it blatantly just smells like human feces at one point, too. The two smells that they really do push are crap um, and Yeah. <laughs> so the, the whole theme here is that um, it's kind of the second movie where um, uh, Top Chop, the, uh, the brother of um, Leatherface, is back. And so he's – they're basically – Raising Carnage, because it's not the second movie, because I think the second movie ends in that theme park. So it's kind of, that's why I say it's like in between. Blood Brothers is like a, some style, but I thought this entrance into the house was crazy scary, because you go through this like Texas um, meat house, and this person actor who fucked that 
gross it was stuff at us. And then he was like, kill him. And thing. then you can see me in the video right there being yeah, scared. He, I was he like, oh, dear God, me. he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> and I was like, play it cool. Yeah. No, I think that that first scene works really well because you've obviously got two uh, two scare actors there that yeah. are working with each other really, really well. Uh, one will distract you whilst the other one is then cued by him to come out and um terrify the pants off of yeah. you so they did they did good with the um scenes in this house though you know they've got like the bodies hanging down like that's that's somebody's body being roasted yeah. right there um there was one room we walked through i think i cut it out of this video though where it's all hanging bodies that you kind of have to push your way through yeah they did a lot of these kind of effects here um there's a lot of like where ours would have mannequins or something there are characters there it does work the other way around though too where i've noticed we have characters where they have um, mannequins or stand-ins yeah. or something like that, but I thought the attention to detail in this house was really good. Yep, it I mean, was. You know, there's a there's a lot um, there's a lot going on in this house specifically. Like, there's a, a lot of a story being told because you're going through like I don't. It's not their house yet. I think you're in the the restaurant yeah. or whatever it is the the meat house, and then you're going through like the woods or something because now it's Leatherface and he's got his like tie. Yeah, the the tie and stuff on, and then you go through the graveyard, and you're like in the graves, which was kind of interesting. There he is. So yeah, there he is with the the bolo. Bolo. <laughs> One thing again, and I know we've said this with some of the other houses. I feel like the scare actors here aren't afraid to get very close to you. Oh, so yeah, they'll I'll, go for this. Yeah. They'll go for the jump, and they'll keep pushing forward to get as close to you as possible, just to really knock home Watch that terror. Watch for the um, the thinnest leather face you'll ever see in this house as well, because <laughs> it went from like fat, 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 thin, and you're like, "What happened here? Did you get sad?" Um, yeah, I thought like this part was cool. I think this is when we're still underground. Like we're supposed to be going through the graveyard. Um, yeah. And again, like they did a little bit of the height stuff right there. Cause yeah. So we're supposed to be in the grave and he like kind of comes down at us. Um, I thought that was cool and unexpected. And then this part's really weird too. We go into like the sixties, like some hippies house. So it's got all the neon posters. My God, the smell in this room yes. was like, I couldn't, I literally couldn't catch my breath. It was so bad. And there's the one weird decaying hippie running around over there. I don't really understand that part of the plot. So I've got a question because I've never actually seen I've seen I've seen the very first the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre I never watched any of the other I, I just read films about after them. that so is this based on a film or is this its own entity it's, a, it's its own entity it takes place okay. between the first and the second film got you so like this part's creepy like it, him rubbing the mask and then he comes and puts yeah. it on the camera and Oof. um but that's the thin leather face too I was like oh they didn't have a they never beefy guy now. I would have expected them to do the door closing thing right here in this scene, um, which ours has. And, I, you know, we talked about this in the Tomb of the Ancients house. When you have that slamming sound, it puts your nerves on the edge. Yes. And it, I would say that's like kind of the one thing for me that was missing out of this house. They didn't have Leatherface slamming the locker door, you know. And yeah. um, I do also miss the, that noise. What is that? Is it a flash bulb? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying you to can, reenact my air horn. You can kind of hear it. In in when you get into the dining room scene, but it's not, it's not like they're there. But they have the dining room scene here. Obviously, the armadillos on the table, and then Grandpa's over there, and he's clocking the. They pick up the body for him to clock on the head, give Grandpa a swing. Um, it's it's again. They did a really good job with like costumes and. Well, I, what are you gonna say? I'm, what are you gonna ask? I'm good. What? Well, like I understand the the Grandpa in the movie. He's, you know, he does have uh, 
it's not his face. But like, why couldn't they just find a really ugly person to dress up as the hitchhiker? Because it's California, oh, yeah, city yeah. of angels. They're all beautiful. Well, so this is where it ends in this chicken coop scene. And dear God, the smell at this point was just like, I'm going to vomit. Yes. Um, it's chicken feathers everywhere. Everything's decaying. The people everywhere. It was just like, ugh. I this this of all the houses made me the most like feel the grossest yeah. and uncomfortable in that twisted way. It was an enjoyable house. Again, I'm not a huge fan of the films, um, so I can't really say, you know, I enjoyed it because of that reason, like I could some of the other houses. One thing I will give them a lot of credit for is they never seem to be scared to use uh, multiple actors in one scene. So sometimes yeah. when I walk through some houses here, not all of them, some houses, I can feel kind of like they're, oh, look, well, they're, you know, the they're, saving, yeah. Yeah, they're saving their pennies by having an animatronic and one guy. Like there, they've got in the scene multiple people where, yeah. you know, Grandpa could have easily been a mannequin or an anim- animatronic, yeah. you know? And it's like, well, they didn't do that. It is a real person. And I do appreciate that they did that. I, I'll give them credit for that. Yeah. No, like I said, this is just, the, that's it. There's not a lot of, uh, there's, what, six or seven houses, the Terra Tram. Then they do, um, the Jabberwockies were there, but we didn't get to see them. And they, I want to say, have one other show? No, not this year, I don't think. Um, I didn't go. Uh, well, we didn't do it either way. So um, that's pretty much all we did. But we left the park just to give you an idea of what you can do when you get the front of the line park. Yeah. Um, oh, it was just the just the Jabberwockies show. So we did every house with the exception of The Walking Dead. Um, uh, we didn't do the Jabberwockies show. And we left at – and we started doing houses by like 6 or 6.30. I want to say 6.30. Yeah, it's about 6.30. Um, so that was about four hours and – I mean, we left at 10.30. Yeah. So, and this went till 2 in the morning. Yeah, and that front of the line passed as well. I know we went at a time of the year where the crowds don't get as busy as they do, but we never waited at all. There was never anyone in front of us. The only time we ever got stopped was at um, a hotel, and I think that was for a cash change or something, and that's why we ended up walking through uh, by ourselves with no one in front of us. But every single time we walked straight into those houses, there was never a wait for us to go in, which I was very impressed with because in comparison to that over here, sometimes there is that wait, you know? Um, yeah. The people buy the express pass here or the front of the line pass here and it's not always necessarily that express yeah. experience, you know? They're waiting... Craig, I think you said once, oh, don't people wait up to like 40 minutes? And that's in the express line for certain houses. Oh, there. yeah. The, uh, the last time that you and I went together, yeah. that night that we just bailed because it was so busy, um, The Exorcist at one point had a 45-minute wait for express. Yeah. Which, yeah. to me, that's not an express experience where in comparison, again, I've only ever been to this event the once, but the day that we went, we yeah. didn't experience anything it like that It was sold out that day, too. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. So yeah, we they they've managed to find that threshold with their express pass, and mm. it's it, they do a good job with that. So yeah, and the, their event sells out quite frequently. I mean, yeah. it's been pretty much sold out almost every night this week, except for the Thursday, the two Thursday night shows. Um, it's it's an event. I mean, it, it it it's like what Craig said earlier. They definitely have two different feels to them. I think that the scares I found going because i like to have a drinks i'm not i don't get intoxicated or anything like that but i do like the aspect of being able to have a drink laugh it off going into the house having another drink you know what i mean like i like the freedom that like looser feel to the environment um 
but I I think that Hollywood is a sight to be seen. And I think Definitely. that they're all very scary. The houses, I think, overall are a lot longer than our houses. Like yep. Each house is as long as our longest house, I think. Yes. Um, um, but... You know, like I said, two different experiences. If you're going to go there, I would I would probably make the argument to be like, if this is your one, you're doing this, and this is like, you want to make the most of it, mm. unless you're going to like one of the first few days of the event, I would say pay for the front of the line pass. Yeah. I know it's a lot, um, but I honestly think it's going to be worth it, and it'll get you onto the rides too. So if like this is maybe the only, th- you're like when I went last year, I yeah. only went for Halloween Horror Nights, so I didn't get to do any of the park or anything like that. Um and I did almost all – I was lucky enough because I went, like, really early on. Um, I got to do pretty much everything. I was there till like, 2 in the morning, though. And I, yeah. I missed, like, one one house, one or two houses. So um, I, I I honestly I, – I am someone who likes to save a lot of money, but I think this is an area where spending the money is worth it. Definitely, especially if it's just that, you know, once in a lifetime or once a year trip kind of thing. I yeah. can see how that extra money would be a good investment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. But did you like the event? I did. The show's running long, so I'm not going to go into it too much, but I do definitely want to throw it out there that I enjoy the fact that we have a themed event, as in Chance is the person that you like is like the, the master of ceremonies. Yeah, I like that icon that runs it, and theirs, they don't have one at all, so I did think that was lacking. Uh, but I don't I don't care, because I don't like Chance, so I <laughs> will see what next year brings for us and make that comparison. <sighs> She's going to get you. Yeah, she's stupid. I don't like clowns. Wow. Well, all you clowns out there, please write to him at uh, <laughs> rhino.clavin. Um, Send now, him clown photos. Email him clown pictures. Yes. Tweet, tweet him clown pictures. Tweet him clown pictures <laughs> with the uh, with the hashtag rhino's a clown. No clown. Oh, I thought you were about to just say moist clowns. <laughs> moist clowns. There we go. <laughs> clown pictures at uh, rhino1185 moist clown. No. There you go. Okay, fantastic. Thank you guys so much for uh, bringing us that very in-depth look at Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. I hope everyone joined this elongated show. A little bit longer than we normally go on, but there's a lot of information. And, well, it it took a lot out of them to go all that way and do everything. So uh, I I think it's very well warranted to actually go into all of that. So thank you again. And thank you out there to everyone who watched and listened. We uh, hope you enjoyed all of it. Um, some parts more than other, obviously. But uh, make sure you're also following us on Facebook, on Twitter, all of our social media channels. And, uh, of course, if you don't know where to find any of that stuff, then you can always find it at disunplug.com, the home of our show notes page, where you can find information about the Disunplugged Universal Edition as well as all the other shows on the Disunplugged podcast and network. So, once again, that's disunplugged.com. Make sure you're leaving comments. Let us know what you think about all this uh right down below and if you're listening to this on itunes feel free to leave us feedback we haven't gotten any great feedback lately and it's hurting my feelings that's my feedback for you let me know what you think so uh again guys thank you so much that was uh, really interesting i enjoyed all of it and we will be back with you again next week for another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition so until then remember Oh, our resolution. So, oh. oh, darn. Now. <laughs>